0: Alrighty. Ho, ho. Happy Friday to you all. Drink up. Mm. Oh, fucking hell. It's getting a bit cluttered here on this uh, bar top. But we're doing it anyway. then how are you all doing out there welcome to the jam room podcast hope you're doing fine hope you've had a fantastic week guys um last episode as you know had the great adam thorne on chatting all things jurassic world and all that bullshit so if you cared at all about that stuff check out that old episode i say old but it's last week um and uh so we're here with a brand new week Lots of music to get into, just a regular episode, a little touch and bass with you guys. Um, Turns out Curtis did have COVID, uh, so wasn't able to go on podcast or do any bullshit uh, last week, finally got back at it, so we might have him on next week before he heads back to Melbourne. We'll fucking see. Uh, But anyway, it's been a massive week, plenty of new music to be checking out and shit, guys. Hope you're having fun out there. I'm getting better. As you know, I've had my arm fucking broken and I was in this weird little contraption. So I've finally sort of recovered. Sort of recovered, right? So I've got my um, exoskeleton off. I've shed the skin, um, the cyber skin of this fucking robotic arm that I had. I've shed that. And now I have to do a whole bunch of fucking physiotherapy just to get the fucking wrist moving again, and the arm moving, and getting as much as we can back. Because it's... I'm not going to get full movement, guys. It's just what it is with these kinds of injuries. It kind of sucks. Like, I go in for this fucking... um, You know, when I, when I first started off, like, I mean... Thank God for the the fucking little public health, socialist sort of healthcare system we have here in Australia, um, because it hasn't cost me a cent so far or whatever. But with that comes a little bit of ambiguity about your treatment, right? Because you're not seeing doctors all the time. You're kind of just hearing from nurses what doctors jotted down as notes and all that sort of stuff. So went in, had the broken arm, simple fall, fucking whatever, had to get the surgery to get it fixed. Fine, whatever. And so it's only now, six weeks later, that I'm hearing the doctors say things like serious injury. You're only at the beginning of your recovery, stuff like that, right? Um, So I've healed well. I'm recovering pretty damn good or whatever, but it's the supination of my fucking wrist that's just not quite turning out properly. So pronating the wrist is um, putting your palm down, sort of thing super Nation is the other way palm up sort of shit and that's very important for a fucking guitar player like myself right um so that's the part that's fucked up that's what i've got to work on i have been playing guitar a bit m- more obviously um it's been recommended by the doctors do all that sort of stuff really try and open that fucking wrist but who fucking knows guys i'm still probably months away from um been able to play anywhere near what I used to be able to. Just fucking hitting some of these lower things. It's just uh twisting that wrist is bullshit. But they're all my dramas. But I'm back. I'm back. I don't have my fucking stupid exoskeleton anymore. I'm out there. I'm just abusing my arm. That's the doctor's orders. Basically just try and move it as much as I fucking can. And so I'm doing it guys. I will get there. I'm dedicated to this fucking recovery. But it's been a big week, so let's get into it. What have you guys been up to? Been having fun? Been playing music? Listening to music? We've got a bunch of shit to get into, not everything. I wanted to leave some albums out um, to get Curtis to listen to, to um, chat to us early next week or something like that, have him join the podcast or whatever. Um, But I had a good weekend last weekend, guys. I, um, I was hanging out, I was supposed to go out sailing um with Curtis and ship, but you know he fucking got COVID turns out the captain of the ship got fucking COVID as well so that was never gonna happen um but I spent a nice fucking day out in the Swan Valley and if you're from Perth you know what the Swan Valley is it's like some bullshit little winery region just in sort of the eastern part of Perth uh not a lot going on out there there's you know the classic shit you get in a winery region right bunch of wineries a bunch of distilleries maybe a couple of breweries right and then you also have all that other like kitschy shit sort of tied in there like a honey place in a fucking uh chocolate factory or whatever and there's a very famous fucking well, not very famous but everyone in Perth seems to know it a fucking chocolate factory out in the Swan Valley That's where we started our journey. We all met up there and everyone's, you know, looking around for all this bullshit chocolate products and all that stuff, getting their free samples and shit. I don't care at all about that stuff. So I'm outside having cigarettes. But I got to tell you, man, I was fucking, I was a little bit concerned with the amount of rat traps I was seeing around the place. I mean, you wouldn't normally see it if you're just a normal fucking patron of this place, just walking in the front entrance Going through the shop and coming back out. But as someone that's smoking, I'm kind of lurking in back alleys and stuff like that. There's a fucking concerning number of rat traps around. I even started noticing them when I went inside and went to the bathroom and stuff like that. They're fucking everywhere. So uh, be forewarned, guys. If you're going to get chocolate from the chocolate factory out in the Swan Valley, they might have a rat problem. They might not be chocolate drops on the plate. Just saying. You never know. You'd never fucking know. But we had a fucking nice time. And like the whole idea was um, the family. So this is all my in-law family. Uh, we're all going out there to celebrate. Um, my sister-in-law's fucking graduated her master's or some shit like that, right? Uh, so we went to this new place, which had had a whole bunch of hype around it, um, called Giniversity. Some stupid fucking pun on the word university, but put gin in there, right? So Giniversity. And um, we've tried some of their gins before, fine, I don't know what's going on right now with this fucking um, resurgence of gin bullshit, like flavoured gins. Like these guys are really cool apparently because they've got gin with a little bit of flavour of something else in it, right? Which is supposed to be what your fucking mixers are for anyway, right? Gin is gin, then you mix it with your shit. You can chuck some tonic water in there, get some lemon involved, do whatever other garnish bullshit you want to do. They've done you the favor of infusing those flavors into the gin anyway. And some of them are just wacky. That shouldn't be good. They have a fucking gin there that has seawater in it. I don't know about you guys, but I was taught my entire life not to drink seawater. But there it is now in a fucking gin. Um, Someone tried it and I asked how the hell it was. And they was like, it's sweet. It's like, shouldn't be sweet. Don't know about that. If it's got seawater in it, it shouldn't be sweet. It should fucking uh, slowly cause you to die or something like that. I don't fucking know. But um, this place was well hyped up. And I just got to tell you, don't go there, guys. If you're anywhere here in Perth and you've heard about this Giniversity fucking place, don't fucking go. I know they're new and they've got all their fucking teething issues, but they just fucking sucked. And I'm not saying the gin sucked. I'm not even saying the food really sucked. Just the fucking service was just terrible. So we have a booking for a table, let's say 9 or 10 people, right? Um, At like 2 o'clock, 2 p.m., the lunching hour, right? And uh, they've told us already that our booking is only an hour and a half. We've got to get out of there in a fucking hour and a half because they're busy. They're fairly new. Everyone's coming in to check them out. That's that's fine, that's fine, right? We get there right on fucking two. Got to wait 15, 20 minutes just to get our fucking table when we finally do whatever. I don't want to bitch the whole fucking time about it, but just put it this way. It was 45 minutes before they even brought water to the table and took our orders, right? So you get to a place at two o'clock. I should not have to wait a fucking nearly an hour for my first beer, right? Um, and I waited longer than that. It was 45 minutes for them to take the order. About half an hour for that fucking beer to come out, right? It's ridiculous. It's one of those things where you're fucking and, and you know like I'm not saying it they, they're overrun, all that sort of shit, but their just custom service was fucking just terrible. A guy comes and he's like, got the waters and the glasses, and we're like, "Hey guys, oh, dude, hey guy, fucking this is a table for nine people. You've given us six glasses." Oh yeah, just wait, I'll bring back some more glasses. Took him fucking over half an hour to get more glasses. Well, we don't even really know. He never came back. We had to ask someone else for the fucking glasses, right? And then finally it all comes around. We get some food. It's kind of average. It's all bullshit. Like literally their menu is two dishes. You could get the fish and chips or a pulled pork fucking burger bullshit. That was it. Um, And then there was like four different pizzas to choose from. That's the menu. That's all. And they wanted it out of there. So fucking, I don't know. It was just a shit show. And it ended even worse than it fucking started because the fucking nephew uh, got stung by a bee and uh, turned out he's allergic. So uh, <laughs> a whole bunch of people just had to fucking race to the hospital. Anyway, we went and partied and had a few more beers at a better location and uh, just went home and fucking had a fine time elsewhere. So Ginniversity uh, fucking sucks. If you're into all your boutique bullshit fucking gins. Just buy the gins and get the fuck out of there. Don't stay for lunch. Don't fucking do anything. These guys suck. They're, like, the customer service, just they're just unapologetically bad. There was not a single sorry. There was not a fucking follow-up. There was fucking nothing. These guys just suck. I don't know what it is. And I think it's Perth. It might be an Australia-wide thing. It might be the fact that these assholes have such a fucking high minimum wage that they don't have to fucking please their customers like customer service in fucking australia is you dealing with someone that hates their job that's it that's all it is you know they think they're better than the job they're doing yet they're doing that job it's just fucking annoying i wish we had more of a tip system over here uh, so people would actually work for it a little bit better and you know you never know like i'm happy to pay a huge premium for good service people just don't realize that over here Paying a fucking premium for shit house quality food with a shit house location with shit house service, just because you're fucking new and you're based on gin. God, that's fucking shit house. Whatever, whatever. So the weekend was all right, all right, guys. I've had fun the rest of the week, but that was just a fucking bit of a sour thing. Um, the world has been going nuts. Not the world, the Western world. Just like the fucking the hangers from whatever the fuck um, America is doing has been going nuts. About the fucking uh, Roe v. Wade overturning bullshit that's happened in the Supreme Court of the United States. Which is something to do with abortion rights or, or whatever. I don't really know. Roe versus Wade. Um, that's usually what people stuck in a flood have to think about. But now all of a sudden it's something huge we all have to think about. There's protests even here in Perth, Australia. Don't know what a fucking, what do they want from these protests? It's just this fucking society these days that all these young fucking asshole kids that feel entitled to their opinion. Um, just want everybody else to believe them and notice that they're outraged because that's personality. Outrage is personality these days, right? So people are upset here in Perth about some fucking decision that's happened over in the United States. As if we have anything to do with it or any control. So protesting the fucking like Perth local government, what are they going to do about it? You think they've got fucking Biden on speaker call or speed dial? I should say, you don't want him on speakerphone. You can't fucking speak, but you get what I mean, right? Um, so let's break this down a little bit. I don't want to get too far into this fucking pro-life, pro-choice bullshit, right? You know, you're able to have the uh, like the position that yeah, a fetus after a certain amount of time is probably a, a human. It's pro- probably a human and killing it is whatever. But also you could think that killing humans is fine. You're allowed to have that where, yes, it's a life, but yeah, also you're fine to kill it, right? I don't, I don't, I don't know. It, it's a bit bit weird. People should do whatever the fuck they want. I mean, let's face it. If there's someone out there that's pregnant and pretty far pregnant, you know, like fucking a good couple of months into it, and they still don't believe that that's a fucking human inside them, and they want to abort it for, you know, their convenience, it's not a right time, I want a career, I want all that sort of stuff, like maybe they would just be a shit parent anyway, and should abort it, because that kid's gonna be fucking traumatized the rest of their fucking life, and develop all kinds of issues, and become the next school shooter, who knows, who knows, just fucking stupid bullshit, but what really sort of seems weird to me is that this whole overturning, first of all, it seems overturned in like a conservative favor sort of way, but Biden's a Democrat. So I don't know how it happened under his watch. It didn't happen under fucking Trump's watch, whatever. But also all it did was take the power away from the federal government and give it to the states, which is what America is built on, right? And all these assholes here in Australia were protesting that. That's how it works here in Australia. There is no federal law for abortion. It's up to the states to decide independently based on their constituents, right? And that's all it changed to in America. It only just changed to that the states can decide whether it's legal or not. The the federal government's going to keep their fucking nose out of it. Good. Federal government should keep their nose out of a lot of things, right? But whatever. Whatever, guys. I'm not pro-life, not pro-choice. Don't really give a fuck about it at all. You're allowed to kill your babies, I guess. I mean, let's face it, fucking the amount that uh, a lot of parents feed their kids anyway and doom them to a life of diabetes and bullshit, fucking stuck to a phone. They've pretty much done the same, right? They've pretty much done that fucking uh, very late-term abortion, right? You get a kid six, seven years old and you fucking make him morbidly obese. It's kind of the same thing. I don't know. Fuck. Fuck. I don't want to get into these controversial topics, guys. That is not fun. And uh, yeah, if we really want to take it seriously, I have a discussion. Whatever. The only reason I would discuss it if there's a fucking funny point to it. Um, But whatever. Row this way. Fucking calm down, guys. Calm down. I mean, there's going to be plenty of options to fix things in the future. You know, I don't really know what's going on. But the world just seems fucking on a powder keg right now. They're like, any little thing is just going to make people blow up and protest and find a reason to loot stores again. It's, it sucks. It's a fucking pandemic all over again. Black Lives Matter all over again. It's bullshit. I don't like it. Uh, but <laughs> it is what it is. Let's get on to some fucking music, guys. That was, um, that's not where really, really where I wanted to go with this episode, but fucking, all right, here we are. Here we are. Let's get into music fucking shit, because there's plenty of it. Uh Let's start with a couple of singles. Um. Do you guys remember a band called the Mars Volta? I love the Mars Volta, Um, in in parts, right? There is no one Mars Volta album that is great start to finish, right? Mars Volta is fucking difficult listening a lot of the time. But when they hit it, they fucking hit it right and they hit it well and they are so them. They're such a wicked fucking unique style of music. And nothing is like the Mars Volta, right? If you've ever had a chance to fucking see the Mars Volta live, I have a few times. They're fucking awesome. Um, What a show. It's just chaos. A million people on stage. Um, But all you're really focusing on is the fucking singer whipping the mic around, dropping into fucking splits on stage. Shit. It's wicked. And so they've bought out a fucking new song. It's called Black Light Shine. And it's probably their first proper release um, for about 10 years now, I would say, something like that, um, and it's, uh, it's kind of cool, it's all right, it's not as bombastic as fucking previous Mars Volta, uh, songs have been, um, and it's not as epic and long and, and weird, uh, but it is weird, it is weird, uh, but in a not-so-weird way. Which only makes sense when you're talking about the Mars Volta, I guess, right? It almost has fucking Mr. Bungle vibes to it um, without going too crazy, right? But um, if you were ever a Mars Volta fan, check it out because it looks like it's um, hinting towards a future release album or something like that, uh, which we're probably overdue for. Let's face it, fucking the world needs some Mars Volta right now, just some fucking... Um, art in chaos sort of vibes or something like that. I don't know. But I fucking love the Mars Volta. I remember when Deloused in the Comatorium or whatever, that album came out. I was fucking obsessed with that for a while. No, maybe even before that. Fucking Francis the Mute. Was that before that? I can't remember. I need a fact checker here on this fucking podcast. At least to fucking pull me in line when I mentioned Roe v. Wade. Fucking didn't need to do that. But here we are. We're moving on. So yeah, check out fucking Black Light Shine. Uh, By the Mars Volta. They've done all right. These guys kick ass. Like, fucking, to have such a successful career from the weird-ass music that they create, I don't even know if that's going to be possible in the future. Right? Just because this kind of fucking weird, real, fringy music just doesn't get the respect it deserves these days. I don't know. It's the click economy. It's what it is. Uh, What other singles do we have to talk about? Oh, fuck Yeah, this one. All right. So, fucking, you may have heard of uh, this um, corpse of a man. I'm not talking about Joe Biden. I'm talking about Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, The guy is fucking 74 years old. Um, He's probably been uh, diagnosed as clinically brain dead for the last 20 of those years. Um, because of drugs, I guess, or whatever. But anyway, fucking Ozzy Osbourne's got a new album coming out in September, and he hit us with a fucking single called Patient Number 9, which I think is a reference to an old horror movie. Could be wrong about that. Maybe an old horror movie about a saint insane asylums or something like that, you know? Because back in those days, you used to just fucking put crazy people in a fucking jail. <laughs> and not treat them really just sort of pad the room and you know wait for them to die and so this new song patient number nine uh it's featuring uh jeff beck who was featured on a. Like, didn't we talk about jeff beck appearing on something a couple of weeks ago i'm sure we did so he's been making the rounds so all these fucking old guys i don't know what their motivation is for coming out of what should be a nice retirement for them right there's no way they need the money And from listening to this song, I don't know if they need the creative outlet anyway. Because this song kind of stinks. I don't know. Give it a listen, guys. It's like trying to capture things from, like, let's say the fucking mid-80s or something like that. And it's, I don't know, it's cheesy as fuck. It's terrible. It's terrible. There's, like, sinister laughter in the background, that mmm, sort of stuff going on. Like, trying to really get the horror vibes going or some shit. I don't get it. Fucking, Ozzy Osbourne is like, it's almost like he's making music um, for a crowd that doesn't know who he is and still thinks he's the Prince of Darkness and the Osbourne's reality TV show never happened when really all we think of when we think of Ozzy Osbourne is a tired, wrecked old man trying to figure out a TV remote. Oh, fucking Sharon, what the fuck's going? Oh, fucking, oh shit, oh. That's all we think about. We don't think about the fucking rock star Prince of Darkness, you know? He sold his soul to reality TV fucking back in the fucking, what, early 2000s? When was that show, The Osborns. I can't remember. But, you know. Uh, the the fucking, the cachet that he used to once have by being a fucking, you know, bat-eating fucking motherfucker. He doesn't have that anymore. He's an old man in slippers. But for some reason, he's still trying to make out like he's in the darkness and, you know, fucking mentally insane people are up his alley or whatever. Because, you know, they always say that mentally insane people are like hearing demons So all of a sudden the heavy metal people are like, fuck yeah, mental illness is fucking metal, right? Because of demons, because demons are metal as fuck, right? I don't know, I don't know. But apparently this new album coming out, I don't know what it's called, it's coming out in September sometime or whatever. These are the loose notes that I have in front of me. Um, But what I have heard is that there's going to be a bunch of guest stars on there because you can't release an album these days without guest stars um, for it to be successful or whatever. And so he's trying it, he's trying it, good for him, whatever. So there are a couple of singles, Mars Volta, fucking Ozzy Osbourne, check them out, they're okay. If you ever liked Ozzy Osbourne, you know, to be fair, vocally, he still sounds the fucking same. He hasn't lost it, but you know, he's lost it, he's lost it, mentally, but not vocally, right? Something like that. Anyway, let's move on, because there is a couple of fucking cool actual albums to check out this week, guys. The first one we'll talk about, fucking local heroes, um, Spacey Jane. And I say they're local heroes just because they're from Perth, um, but I've never actually seen them in a show before, which is kind of weird. Local Perth bands I normally uh, check out when they kind of bubble to the surface the way Spacey Jane have. Um, But they got a new album out. It's called uh, Here Comes Everybody, and it's cool. It's fine. It's a classic indie rock fucking album. It's got a bit of psychedelic tendencies here and there, but indie rock always had that. Um, I don't want to say it's boring in parts, but it's boring in parts. Uh, But if you dig indie rock, just sort of harmless, simple... I, I want to say simple, but like you know, the, the bass player is actually doing some complex shit every now and then. I did did notice that, so I see you guys. I see what's going on. There is a bit more maturity, maturity, um, to this band than what meets the ear initially, I guess. Um, but yeah, give it a good listen and see. Like, yeah, these guys have got some tricks up their fucking sleeve. They're doing all right. Um, you'd be absolutely forgiven for not knowing that they're a Perth local band, um, from Fremantle, I believe. Shout out Fremantle, um, where the women wear no bras. It's a pretty cool place. Um, yeah, so you'd be forgiven for not thinking they're from there because uh, uh, vocally, there's something going on where he's kind of obviously putting on a voice. He's obviously putting on this fucking indie voice. And it works. It sounds great in the mix. It kind of gives it this sort of um, nationless property. So you don't know, they could be British, they could be American. Lo and behold, they're actually Australian. Ah, you didn't see that one coming. That sort of vibe, right? I like it. It's not too bad at all. I'll listen to it again. I've got a bunch of people that fucking love this album that have been, um, you know, telling me about it or telling me about their old music um, prior to me actually researching it. And so now I have, and I think I'm nowhere near all the way through my education as far as Spacey Jane goes i got a little bit more to do. But it's a fine album, guys. It's fucking fun. And it's an indie rock album. If you're into indie rock shit, you'll definitely like this one. Cool, check out Spacey Jane. It's called Here Comes Everybody. And it's available now and on Spotify. That's where everything's available. If it's not on Spotify, it doesn't exist, as far as I'm concerned. Hey, hey. Alrighty, one more. <laughs> one more album, guys. And this one's kind of cool because it's fucking, it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. Do you guys know who Billy Howardell is? Hmm? Give you some time to think about it. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. If you don't know who Billy Howardell is, uh, let me educate you. He's a um, guitar player who was originally, I think, I could be wrong with this story. I could just be fucking making up stories here. He was a guitar tech um, many, 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 many years ago. And I believe he was a guitar tech for Tool and um, at some point ended up becoming friendly with Maynard and and convinced him to join a side project band uh, called A Perfect Circle, a fantastic band. If you haven't had a chance to check out A Perfect Circle's beautiful discography, which I think is only made up of three albums, four if you count Emotive. There was an album called Emotive which really only had one original song on it. Um, The rest were covers and I believe at the time um, they were only able to wrangle a three-record deal, but only wanted to do two albums. They did two albums. We're talking about Murder Noms and 13th Step, and, um, but they had to fulfill uh, some contractual obligations, so they did a third album, which was mainly cover songs. Is where you get to hear Maynard do a version of Imagine um, in a minor key, uh, as opposed to the major key that it's originally written in which is fine or whatever. Um, But then years later, they brought out another real album called Eat the Elephant. Fucking loved that album. Loved it. In fact, that album inspired me to uh, start my actual vinyl record collection uh, because I wanted that album on vinyl. I wanted it. And so I had to get all my gear and then, you know, fucking flash forward a couple of years now and I have fucking hundreds and hundreds of fucking records. Cool. All because of a perfect circle. Loved this band from the, they launched anything back in the early 2000s, I want to say. Um, so Billy Howardell has been their guitarist the entire way, and he's a very creative player. He's got his style, and now he's released um, his first solo album. I, not really. There is um, another Billy Howardell solo album out there, but it's under a pseudonym... Can't quite recall the name right now, but if you do your research, it's out there. Uh, But as far as we're concerned, for the purposes of this podcast, this is the first Billy Howardell solo album that's come out, and he's done everything on it. He's done, well, everything except the drums. So drums, still Josh Freese. If you don't know who Josh Freese is, he was the original drummer for A Perfect Circle. I don't think he's playing on the Eat the Elephant album, but he is on the first two albums, that we mentioned, Murder Noms and 13th Step. And he's also been a session drummer for fucking everyone. Um, From fucking Guns N' Roses to um, Gwen Stefani, you fucking name it. Josh Freese is a drumming legend in the industry. And so it's just Billy Howardell and Josh Freese um, doing this whole album. So Billy's doing the fucking, the bass, the keys, the guitars, and the vocals. And, um, wait, I haven't even said it yet. The album's called What Normal Was. And the story goes that uh, whilst making Eat the Elephant, I guess, the last perfect circle sort of um, project, uh, Billy would fucking show ideas to Maynard, the singer, and um, a lot of them were rejected. And the ones that were rejected have found their way into this project here, right? So That's why I brought up all the perfect circle shit is because it kind of sounds like the B-sides to Eat the Elephant. If you liked Eat the Elephant album, it's got a whole bunch of ingredients that they would have used to make that cake in this album, but it's been slanted in a different direction, I'm guessing because of um, Billy's vocal takes and, and stuff like that, right? So it's a perfect circle meets like... 80s Brit poppy sort of stuff. It's got this weird retro vibe to it, right? It sounds like it could be fucking released in the 80s in Britain. It feels like that. But it's got a lot of maturity with the guitar textures and the, the orchestration of it's fucking cool. Um, but it does have that kind of low energy vibe, like a Duran Duran sort of style thing, yeah? Mm, it's kind of a kind of a weird one don't really know how I feel about it. I enjoyed it and the vocals didn't piss me off that much. Like Billy's a great fucking musician. I don't know if he's an amazing singer, but what he does on this album fucking fits a pocket. It's definitely a pocket, right? And uh, you know he's not going wild with his melodies and straining his voice or whatever, but what he does is fucking tasteful, matches the music. That's a big thing for me is whether or not the the, the vocals or the, the singer, I should say, feels like he's singing the same song as the rest of the band. This all feels glued together, which makes sense because it's the same guy doing all the music and singing. So he obviously knows the vibe that he's trying to put across, right? You don't just get some fucking prima donna coming in there singing a different song over your music and you pretend like it's a hit single. Eh, that shit happens, but it very rarely um, comes across as authentic, right? This one does. And uh, like I said, it's not like a massive like, vocal performance as far as like, just fucking sheer technicality and pipes, right? It's not that, but it's perfect the way it is. And I like it, and I'm going to listen to it again. I enjoyed this album. It's got a lot of things that kind of uh, really sort of pique my interest as far as just like weird pocket nuance stuff. So definitely check it out, guys. It's called What Normal Was by Billy Howardell. And uh, he's the guitarist from A Perfect Circle. So check out A Perfect Circle as well while you're at it, if you haven't already. I'm sure a lot of you guys know that I'm a prog guy. And so a Perfect Circle would have been on my radar from day one. Of course, there's, there's nothing strange about that at all. Anyway, that's it for music reviews uh, for one episode, guys. Um, I'm going to leave you with some music, uh, but before we do, let's get into the fucking news article about it, fucking R. Kelly has been sentenced to 30 years jail for being a creepy motherfucker, right? I don't know if you guys have seen this news story, so R. Kelly was accused of a whole bunch of bullshit. I mean, we've known about this for fucking ages, R. Kelly peeing on chicks and all that bullshit, right? Um... But he was convicted um, for using his fame to sort of groom underage fans, basically. He had a bit of a cult thing going on for a while and all this sort of bullshit. So, yeah, absolutely creepy motherfucker. 30 years jail. That's less than um, fucking Ghislaine Maxwell got for her crimes associated with Epstein. So whatever he did must have been pretty fucking bad. And damn. 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 We should be able to separate the art from the artists, right, guys? I mean, let's face it. Sometimes you have someone that just does good things in, you know, science or philosophy or music or whatever, but was a fucking creepy ass motherfucker in his private life, right? I mean, talking about philosophy, um, believe it or not, I have a philosophy degree. Studying fucking um, Plato, really what Plato was saying about Socrates. Socrates was a fucking massive pedophile. He was. He was. You talk about like l- read any of his writings about love, and he would talk about the love for a fourteen-year-old boy and shit like that. They all just fucked little boys on as a side piece back then, right? This is five thousand years ago or whatever, four thousand years ago. Got to be able to separate his work from that kind of bullshit, even though it was kind of culturally accepted back then, but whatever. So pedophilia is not culturally accepted anymore. Um, But, you know, fucking sometimes you can separate the art from the artist. And I don't love Art Kelly's music at all, but he was fucking funny. I don't even know if he knew he was funny, but his songs were funny And he was a great fucking singer and all this sort of stuff. So this might just be us saying goodbye to Art Kelly forever. And if you listen to other podcasts um, better than this one, obviously, you're fucking better. Because um, there's plenty out there that are way better than this podcast. Um, uh, One of my favorites is the, uh, what's it called? Protect Our Parks. They've done four of them now on Joe Rogan. Check out the Protect Your Parks, uh, Protect The Parks, whatever fucking podcasts on Joe Rogan. Um, they have done four so far and I think in about every single episode they've played this R. Kelly song so I thought I'll leave you guys with it just because it's fucking funny. He's got plenty of other funny stuff and like I said, I don't even know if he knows that he's funny or even if he's trying to be but it is what it is. Groovy songs with fucking a couple of laughs through them or whatever but fuck, damn it. He's going to jail. Fuck you, R. Kelly. Don't be fucking... Don't be playing around with the kids. That's bullshit. Fucking grow the fuck up. Anyway, <laughs> this is a Rude podcast, guys. Bit of a wild episode. I'm sorry about that. Uh, you're listening to R. Kelly's song. Uh, what's it called? Fucking Real Talk. It's been on every single episode of um, Protect Our Parks or whatever the fuck it's called on the Joe Rogan Experience. I don't know if you've heard of Joe Rogan, um, but he has a podcast as well. Check him out. Anyway, take care now. do
1: i know your friend who at a club who was there girl i wasn't wait a minute calm down i was at a club with who get the man you know what Girl, I'm not about to sit up here and argue with you about who's to blame or call no names. Real talk. See, girl, only thing I'm trying to establish with you is not who's right or who's wrong, but what's right and what's wrong. Real talk. Just because your friend says she saw me at a club with some other bitches. Sitting in VIP, smoking and drinking and kicking it. Tell me, girl, did she say there were other guys there? Did she say there were other guys there? Well, there are other guys there. Well, tell me this. <laughs> How the fuck she know I was with them other girls then? When the whole club packed, wait a minute, let me finish what I've got to say. I've been with you five years and you listening to your motherfucking girlfriends. I don't know why you fuck with them old jealous no man having assholes in Real talk, always accusing me of some old bullshit When well, I'm just trying to have a good time Robert, you did this, kills. I heard you did that Don't you think I got enough bullshit on my mind? Real talk, hold up Didn't I just give you money to go get your hair, toes and nails done another day? Hmm. Yeah, your ass was smiling then Real talk, uh, gave who some damn money? I ain't gave nobody no damn money Girl, is you tweaking? You see what your problem is You're always running off at the mouth Telling your girls your motherfucking business When they don't eat with us They don't sleep with us Besides what they eat don't make us shit Real talk You call my mama's house and what? Girl, my mama ain't got a screen, no calls for me Real talk and watch your mouth, fuck me, girl, fuck you I don't give a fuck about what you talking about I'm sick of this bullshit, I'm coming home and getting my shit and getting the fuck about a Dodge You ain't got to worry about me no more And the next time your ass get horny, go fuck one of your funky ass friends Hell, you're probably already doing that shit anyway You gonna burn what? Bitch, I wish you would burn my motherfucking clothes your trifling ass Milton